So, oh, so what you call it? We live? Right, yeah. We, we ready? We ready, Maddie? We on? All right, you already know what it is. Catch me on the stool 237. No place like home. No place like and, home, huh? Live from Brooklyn, live from Bedstuyve. Look, I don't know where you at, but I know where you supposed to be in today. And talk to him. Today, we got a legend with us today legend, on the stool. Legend, legend. Oh, yeah. Legend, huh? legend. I am Milk D from Audio 2, a.k.a. Milk is chillin'. Because uh, I always hated hickeys around my neck. But it was feeling pretty good. <laughs> so what the heck? No doubt. We, we, we just want to say, first of all, we love and appreciate and uh, admire what you did with that song. Thank you. Because, uh, um, you know, it was something to hear, you know, I'm from bed side to a die, you know. I'm from bed to a die. die. You Not know far from here. I'm from from Ballsy between Bedford and Ostrich. Uh, okay. yeah, oh, it's so right there. Look, we were so, talking yeah, about yeah, that yeah, earlier. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 because we, you know, of course, we a little biased when it comes to Brooklyn. Okay. We a little biased. <laughs> Samurais and sidekicks back Jettas. then. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, the Jettas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't forget those Maximas, the Dots and Maximas, and the Cressidas. All of those cars back then played that 808 baseline. That joint was fire. Thank you. Fire. And it wasn't even, that was on the B side, if I'm correct. Right. So originally, Top Billing was on the B side of a song called Make It Funky. Right. So it was the B side. Actually, it's a story behind that so daddy-o's my mentor so i was working with daddy-o we were working on making funky what's up stats daddy-o from Stet. Stets Stets Sonic. Sonic. if you can't say it all just yeah. say Stets. that's right um and i did it and when i let him hear it he was like yo that's the joint right there he was like that's the one mm -hmm. y'all gotta put that out so that's why i ended up being the b-side because he he was like yo that's the one that's the one so yeah. he called it he, well, don't, he might have called it, but you put a hell of a one together. Because <laughs> now, if I'm not mistaken, then you do the beat, uh -huh. the lyrics. Yeah, I mean, I did everything. Well, everything. Uh, Daddy O mixed it. Uh -huh. And both well, Giz and Daddy O, we all mixed it together. But um, Which was real important as well. Yes. Oh, yes. yes See, that's yes. another thing yeah. a lot of people don't understand. Uh, the definition of producer has changed over the years. Nowadays, that's what they call them. That's what they call the There's a lot of cats that make beats that aren't good producers, right? Because you gotta know the right parts. You know, uh, Quincy Jones, his thing, like I, I heard somebody talking about him, and he said, they asked him, well, you know, how could you be a producer if you didn't make the beats? He said, this is what a producer is. If you have a puzzle and you throw all the pieces on the table, 
and I say, okay, you put that piece here, you put that piece here, who produced it? He's like, y'all put the pieces, I told you what to do and which pieces to use and where to put it. So the, the producers and the guy just put the wrong pieces together. Mm. Uh, um, they can also be the beat maker as well. Like you could be a, a producer and a writer making the beats is really writing. So that would be considered writing. You could write the music and be the producer or write the music and the lyrics and be the producer, but you could be the producer without writing. Oh, okay. As well. Yeah. I, I've always thought that the producer was the beat maker yeah, and he put everything. Beat. Oh, okay. Okay. Like Thriller, Michael Jackson wrote the beat and the and the, the lyrics for that song, but Quincy Jones produced it. Oh. Okay. Okay. So we just sound like a whole big team effort back to back. back. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. It's at the end of the day, it's a team, it's a team But the producer has the final say. Like, okay. This is the take. Like I had a, um, I had an artist one time, and we did, we did a remake of um, Bobby Brown's song "Girlfriend," mm-hmm. and he first take, you know, he sang it the first time, and it was rough. But I liked it. I was like, now nah, he sang it maybe ten times after that. He wanted to use the tenth one, and we was arguing, arguing. I'm like, no, use him the first, first one. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's my job. We mm. use the first one. And um, that's what he did. So it's and so it's up to the producer to make the final call. Well, now y'all did chop. You did chop feeling you produced the joint. You wrote it. But how important was it for you to shoot it in the hood? Because if I'm not mistaken, a couple of scenes was right here in Marcy Pool, right? All right. So this, okay, that's a good question. And a lot of people get this. They mix mix this up. There's no video for Top Billy. Right? There's no video for Top Billing. My first video was for I Don't Care. Okay. Right? Now, I Don't Care was filmed in in Marcy Marcy Pool and also on Halsey. We did some of it on Halsey. We did most of it at Marcy Pool. Yeah, snatch some shit. (laughs) So now, but since then, what they did is they made a video for Top Billing, but they just cut off from all of my other videos and put it together. Because what happened at that time, see, you know, technology, things have changed a lot. Yeah, yeah. So back then, a video, your average music video would cost about 30 Gs, right? Which was, for now, that's expensive. But there was a time after that that videos cost about Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, 30 was was the price. So... We had already, Top Billing was already blowing up and everything. And it was like, all right, well, we got to move on to the next single. And we was releasing that and Light single. So we cut a deal to do two videos for the 30s. So we did. I don't care. <laughs> that's, that's what happened when you were the hood. Yeah, yo, that's big. Gotta make this yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did that one and, and Light's uh, first video, which was Light's uh, Yeah. Now, now, while we talking about one of the greatest female MCs. I, you know, we girls, we, I don't really do the greatest, I do greatest. And she is one of the greatest MCs. I'll take that. And I personally think she's the best. I, 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 I get it. I, I, you, 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 you should. should. You should. should. Now, let me, yes. Yes. <laughs> now, let me ask you. Uh-huh. How was it? How did that whole thing, first of all, first of all, Top priority. Uh, first priority. First priority. Right. Family-owned business. Family-owned business. So right. talk about it. Okay, I'm gonna tell you the old story. So they um, I, you know, I told my pops. My pops is an entrepreneur, and he was also a club promoter. That's how he knew Elmo. So I was telling him, you know, since I was small, I want to be a rapper. I want to be a rapper. He never took me serious. He's the type of person where you gotta show, show him something him. before you even consider so they had this rap contest clean up new york rap contest for mm. graffiti right yeah. so i was like i'm gonna into this contest and i'm gonna go ahead and win this contest and then he'll know i'm serious so king and chill right who's you know he was one of our producers at, at first priority but i knew him from school he took me to the studio this he's the first person to ever take me to the studio there's, you remember this group called Clear? 
They made a song called Intimate Connection. Yes, yes, it, yes. So yes. The, the guitar player from Clear, his name is Richard Lee. He had a studio in his house. So King of Chill took me to his house and I recorded my first demo, which was a clean up New York rhyme. So you know, I entered it in the contest. Of course, I didn't win, <laughs> right? But that was the only thing that I had recorded at the mm. time. So they had this radio station um, I met the Apples, and they used to play demo tapes, and it was like American Idol. They would play the demo tapes, keep it cool, and you know, rate the tape, the songs. And so that song, you know, went to number one. So it was like number one for weeks and weeks. So I told my pops, I was like, yo, they played my song on the radio, right? You know, eighty nine point one or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. And he was like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, they, you know, you got to listen. It's coming on at 3 o'clock. So, you know, he never listened. But it was number one for a few weeks. So one day at like 2, 2.50, I called him. I'm like, oh, you buy a radio? And he was like, yeah. I was like, all right, well, turn to this station. He turned to the station. I'm like, yo, they're going to play my song. So he heard it. And that's when he started taking taking me seriously. So he's like, oh, I got a friend who has a label. Elmo the Magic Christian. So we went to see Elmo. And Elmo was like, oh, yeah. yeah, name. Right, 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 yeah, right. like a fifth, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a hell of a day. <laughs> so, um, so he was like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm doing the Christmas record. So yeah, the boys, they can rap on that or whatever. So that was the first record, 84. But what happened is, is it was on Elmo's label, but my pops was really funding it, right? So he was paying to get the records pressed, you're going to the, you know, put them in the record stores on consignment. Elmo just had the name. Man. Yeah, That's yeah, the he had the label. <laughs> and, we and, was never... and he got his pops on board. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. So, you know, we, he's paying off the DJs, they, which they played it. They was playing the Christmas song, but it was, you know, it was only a Christmas song. Yeah, yeah, season, season, yeah, season. December. So, we did that. But from that experience, I learned, I realized that I was going to have to learn how to produce is We were going to have to learn how to produce ourselves in order to give our vision of what we heard for ourselves. There's nothing wrong with, with the record, but it, was, it wasn't what we would have done for ourselves. So we started making beats and stuff. So we made, made Top Billing, Cram to Understand You. Well, before that, we put out another record before that. But we shot those top villain i plan to understand you we went to all of the labels shopped it it was like ah, it's whack it's just a beat okay. <laughs> you know he sounds like a girl she sounds like a boy yeah, it's just yeah. a beat and they wouldn't sign us so we were like we really had faith and my pops was like well why don't we start our own label we, mm. we already learned mm. from doing it with elmo yeah. mm. so that's what inspired us to start our own label and um, so I have a question. I have a question. Who's uh, the MC rapper? She was from England, but she she rapped with Moni. Moni. Love. Moni Love. Oh no. no. Uh, who she rapped with? She rapped with um uh, 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 MC Light. Oh, uh, you talking about you talking about Missy Me from Canada? No, 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 no. She was from Brit. She was from she was from Brit, but she grew up in and in. It's Moni. That's Moni. Love. That's Moni. 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 Love. I got. I couldn't. I couldn't get it. All right, now no more questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So y'all got. So when everybody's talking about they starting their own label, you guys was one of the first labels, family-owned labels out. There. Like one of the first. How was it? Because you got to, after you get your label, don't you got to get a dish? You got to kind of get a distro deal. Okay. All right. So first, let me say, we didn't, we never was in the music business before. So we didn't know what okay. we was doing. We were learning as we were going. My father, there's a book called This Business of Music. So he went and got a copy and we was just reading through. And every time we would come up against an obstacle, we would went to the book. Went to the book. It was like, <laughs> all right, then we could do He's a businessman, but he was never in this business. So we figured that since we didn't have a big budget, we figured what we were going to do. Well, we we started a lot of stuff, by the way, including the stickers. We was the first people to do the stickers. 
and put them up everywhere. So what we did was we um we we had to pay somebody for a mailing list, right? Back then. Okay. Somebody no that internet. already had a list set up. That's, right. no That's why they were first priority. They, they no were first set up. They stuff. had to take yeah. care of yeah. themselves yeah. first. Yeah. That's yeah. what yeah. it was. Yeah. So we had the list and so we you know, it wasn't no printers or none of that back yeah. then. We had to type them all up one by one. We put the records in the in the envelope with a piece of cardboard. And we would go to the uh, post office every day. To the point where when they see us coming, at first it was like, <laughs> these niggas, because we were doing 100 records a day, right? And then it got to the point where they would see us, and they would just be like, go around the back. we just bring them in the back, mm. and they would, you know, then we just pay them the next day. But here's the, here's the story, though. So we were sending out hundreds of records a day, right? My father ordered 50,000 records. Right, which was fifty thousand dollars. It's a lot of money back then. So we was pushing that record for a whole year. Every day sending my it got like there was times when I was so sad. Like I was coming home from school. I was I was in the ninth grade, right? Well by the time Top Gun Pillow came out, I was tenth grade. And like I was coming home, you know, sad, crying, like wow, they hate my record, like it's a whack. And you know, I was getting emotional and stuff. And then one day, after a year, this one DJ in Connecticut, I think his name was Crush, a white guy. He had a uh, hip hop show at his college. He started playing it. Then another college station in Texas, I think it was, they started playing it. Then another one started playing it. Then NYU, uh, mm. E. Fine started playing it. And um, Dr. Dre's station, um, Right there in Long Island, I can't remember. Uh, what's his name? Jeff Foss. He started playing it, and then Marley played. Oh, well, well, Marley played. I tried to understand you, so I was like, "Oh, I'm like, all right, he's gonna play. He's gonna play." And so he played. I can't understand you for like three weeks without being top billers. But then the fourth week, he played it, and once Marley played it, that was it. That was it. That was it. That stamp. That stamp yeah. was on it. The rest was history. That was it. But that's just, I say, I tell this story all the time because it just goes to show, number one, just because people tell you you're whack, that doesn't mean you're whack. You know, they have a saying, what the saying is, um, what is it, opinions? Uh, what is it? Everybody, 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 everybody has one. one. Like, just, just like, right. just like, oh, an like right, yeah, yeah. right. That's how I say it. Yeah. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one, and a lot of them stink. Like you telling me what I am or whatever. It just because people. You know, and they you're a rapper, you, you have to have that ultimate confidence in yourself. Like, yo, my well. shit is rocking. Hey, and it's going to take off. You pushed it for a whole year, you said. Yeah, and, still was go, and still was coming home like, yo, they ain't feeling yeah, it. Yeah, it was but, hard. It was and, and you stuck with it. it, it but that goes to everything. Like, to all everything. the kids out there, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's the important thing. Right, you can't give you up. You can't give up. You can't Just, give up. Just because someone else says it's not good, you know what I'm saying? There's another door that's going to open. There's another door. And I think about that a lot. I'm like, yo, if, suppose when they told me that it was whack. Right now, also, let's let's just throw this in there, right? That, number one, that was about 38 years ago. We all, almost 40 years ago. It's the most sampled hip hop song ever. See, yo, look, look. And I was going to get this. You took the cutting, 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 cutting. What you talking about? What you talking about? Over 300 times. Yeah, this is the same whack song, right? Because for all y'all that don't know, two of the biggest songs, we going to first start with Otis with Jay-Z and Kanye, but then we going to go to the other kid from Queens, you know, 50. You know what I'm saying? That joint right there, and and mind you, it's not just them. We again, we got some people out in uh, across the seas. They cross seas. We got overseas. Yeah. We got Dr. Dre. We got Snoop, uh, Snoop got a song where he sings the whole thing, like like three quarters of the song. <laughs> like he did the Lottie Dottie. Like he did the Lottie Dottie. Yeah. R. Kelly. Little Flip. Lottie Dottie. I just got. French Montana, okay. she had Black Eyed Peas just used it. Fergie, yes. uh, Biggie, yeah, Tupac, big names. Uh, 
The big man. The big man. Look, your man Pocky. Look, your man Pocky. Man, you. Mary, right? Real love. Yeah, yeah. Mary used it twice. Buffy used it like five times. For real. On different artists on his label. Um. On and on and on. And it's not just top billing, but top billing is the main one. I, I get a lot. But here's a trivial question. <laughs> Who was the first person to sample top billing? And this is an easy question. I already gave you the answer. Oh, Mary James. Huh? I heard that name. I heard Mary. I heard Mary up here. Okay, Mary. Mary. You said Mary? I think, uh... It would, it would, it would, well, I was up top. Mary? I, I, was, I was already up. Listen, I'm trying to buy time, brother. I'm trying. I don't know. I don't take know. Take a guess. Take a guess. Right. Just shoot. Just Who take you got? I heard that. That's a good guess, though. Mary's Who a good you got? Guess. Okay. I got Puff. Puff All right. The first Puff. person to sample top billing was me. Cause I don't I, care, oh right? I don't care what's top billing. I don't, I don't, I don't oh, care. Okay. I heard that. We heard that that name was rocking up. That was the first one. The second one was Light Song. Beat fighter, 10%. Hot damn hole, here we go again. Yeah, right, so I feel like here. we kind of set it up. We we show people by sampling it ourselves that this is something that you could use, something that you could that'll fit into stuff. Well, even when you can't have to say hot damn hole. Okay, okay. Well, well, with that being said, back then, sampling was something we all had to get. You know, that was some things that a lot of hip hop artists used at the time. You know what I'm saying? Getting some of the uh, some of the R&B songs, you know, and they would speed the beat up, slow the beat down. For uh -huh. you though, to have your song be sampled as much as it is, how does that work? Because you know everybody knows about Top Billing. They might know about the second album. You know what I'm saying? And of course, but they know I'm best about. Known for Top Billing. Yeah, they know. Right. They know. They know MC Light. You know what I'm saying? How does it work with the sampling now? Because everything, you know, got to come to you. You got to clear it. Right. You got to clear it. So how does that work now that, you know, you're the one doing the clearing? So, okay, so first let me say that I always, so back in the day, right, we'll just go back for a minute. They was trying to figure out how to establish the rules for sampling, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mary was the first official sample where they had, they, they got in contact with y'all. They, they had to pay yeah, and yeah. all of that. Okay. Right? So that was a good answer. <clears throat> so back in the days, what they would do was if, you know, the R&B cats, the old dudes, if somebody sampled them, they would take 100% of the right. Right? If you sampled it and put it out before you cleared it, they was definitely taking 100%. Well, because of luck. Right? <laughs> right? They was just robbing you, just yeah. raping you. And even if you tried to sample it beforehand, they would charge you a lot. They would, they would want a big percentage of the writing and the royalties. But part of what I believe why they sample Top Billing so much other than... back in the day, what's the Because it was a dope, it was a dope song. Yeah, other, yeah, than yeah. other than that, other, other than, than that. that yeah. We make it accessible. Like, I, uh, when, I, when somebody samples it, I look at it as a collaboration. Mm. I don't look at it like, yo, whoop, you sample my song, I'm gonna rob you now. Mm. I'm like, okay, now there's a collaboration. We try to figure out what, you know, what percentage it is. Like, just like when you write a song, like with, with I Get Money. It's like, all right, you know, there's there's the music, there's the, the, the lyrics, right. and then the hook. You say that hook is important. So yeah, I, I Get Money, hear about that. No hook. you know, I own a third of that song. It's like, mm, okay, okay, the guy that did the beat, he get a piece, Vinny yeah. get a piece. But the hook is a big part of right. that particular so that's, song. That's yeah. the third. Yeah. Right? The hook is so what makes it. We try to negotiate fairly, and which makes it easy to clear the samples, right? You don't, you nobody wants to. When you gotta clear a sample, nobody wants to you know, give up everything. And it's like, yo, it's part of the song. It's a collaboration. Give me, give me what, you know, give me, pay me what you owe me. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's how we approach it, which makes it easy to clear. Now let me ask you, because you know, you know, Iman. Uh, uh -huh. Now, now, yeah. I, I, I'm a fan of Demond, you know, especially that song with the, uh, with the, you know, fuck this shit now. Uh, oh, Amen, right? Amen, amen. amen. right? Yeah, yeah. right. Iman, Amen, yeah, yeah, Amen. I'm sorry, let me say that correct, Amen. Uh, amen. Uh, now, now, 
Well, for people that don't know, you do a lot of producing. Yes. So he's 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 that was one of my hardest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a huge, huge. We sold six million copies on that song mm-hmm. right there. Just that joint. Yeah, and the album, the single, and That's the album. That's my joint. The, um, <laughs> the funny thing about that song, I have another, I have another story. Yeah. So, the, so y'all know the song "Fuck What I Said." Yeah, Don't yeah, 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 now. Yeah. So, we um we were shopping that song for distribution, and the labels were like, "Like, yo, this is a hit song. It's just too much cursing. You're never gonna get any airplay, <laughs> whatever." Now, Jive Records with Barry Weiss, who's a, a visionary. He's he's somebody I really respect in this business. When he heard it, he was like, "Yo." It's a hit song. I know they're saying we're not going to get any airplay. Let's do it. So we did a joint venture with Jive on that. Don't you know that that song was the most played song in the world that mm, year? Mm, it was mm. played more than anything more than Michael Jackson. Mm. Usher was number two, but number two. And I'm like, it, that's another example of when people tell you what you can't do, what's not going to happen. You could, It's like, how you going to say it's never going to get any airplay? And then it's the most played song in the world. Yeah, yeah. That Damn. Yeah. Right? It's like, That's so crazy. for me, it's like, which makes it hard for me because when people will be like, oh, you can't, you can't, you can't, I, it's, I can't hear that. I refuse to hear mm-hmm. people tell me what, can't, can't right? Although I should probably be open a little bit more, if you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's hard because people don't, they don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and that joint, that, that joint, that, that joint, that's my joint. You just sound like a man scorned, but that's my joint. It was. That's, my, <laughs> Listen, that's why that's people couldn't relate yeah, to it. That's why people yeah. jumped on it, you know. Yeah. He, oh, got yeah, the, yeah. he got the same Those probably with some fellas were scared to say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He said, yeah, you yeah. even gave him head. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, he went in on that joint. He went on on that joint. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck what I said. He sounded like he was crying when he was singing it. Yeah. He let it out on the track. That was another one where he was like, he was like, yeah, uh, it almost sounds like I'm crying. I'm like, yeah, no, that's the emotion. Right yeah, 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 you need that. And he was like, all right, all right. I'm like, yeah, we're going to leave it just like mm. that. Now you've been on both sides of it. Which, 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 which side do you prefer? That? Uh, these days, I like producing okay. better. The, um, yeah, it's because you get to, you know, you just be creative. I Really, I think I just like being creative. So, you know, I go in the studio every day even and be creative, even if it's for no reason. Okay. I just do it. But um, production is good because you put the pieces together. Mm. You could make, you're like, oh, you know what? Let's try this. You can experiment. I'm big on experimentation. Mm. So I always, like, I'm always trying to create something new that doesn't exist already, so, which is top billing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, that's one. So much as you perform top billing and more people you, like, quote it, you ever forget it? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. So, I mean, I have, but... <laughs> That's why you stopped drinking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, because this, okay, so this is what happens sometimes, right? Well, it, it happens all the time. So, and this is something that I still struggle with to this day. Like, I got three shows this week coming up. Yeah, we at before you go, we at? Not at Tonkins. On, on, um... On Thursday, I'm doing Wingate. Okay, oh, 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 Wingate at the park, okay. Come on, come on, come on. Uh, on Friday, I'm doing Radio City. Ooh, okay. And on, on Saturday, I'm doing Harlem. I don't know, I gotta see the exact street, but like a, some block. We'll get back to you, Harlem. We'll get back to you, Harlem. But what happens is, so I have to like, before I go out, I have to like tell myself, be cool, be cool, be cool. Cause you know the crowd goes crazy. Then you start getting amped. I, yeah, yeah. I, I get amped and I'm yelling. You know, I'm getting. I'm losing my voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm losing the my crowd spot. Going crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, yeah. I'm like standing yeah. like, all right, just be cool, just be cool, just be cool. And also, so and and what happens is because of the way that top villain is, right? It's just it's just the beat playing all the way through. If you mess up any words. Then you lose your spot, yeah, and then yeah. it's like, oh my God! So, so what I use now is, I have a, a um, I call it my show track. So every time, you know, the pullouts, um, you know, uh, step up if you want to get wait, wait uh, stop scheming. That's the first pullout, right? So, so right there where it pulls out, stop scheming. In the back, you hear it'll go stop scheming, and so every time it'll pull out, 
So this way, if I ever lose my spot, I'll, I'll be like, all right, that's where I am, okay, you know. Right, so, but yeah, okay. sometimes you get so excited that you know, and the and, and the crowd. Thing, sometimes the crowds will mess up the words. They don't, and yeah, they don't know the words. Yeah, yeah. They have you messing up yeah, the yeah, words. No so yeah, I just yeah. did a um, I just did one in Atlantic City a couple weeks ago. It was a huge. It's like fifty artists. Um, everybody was on that one, and the crowd. That one, the crowd was so. I, I got hyped, I started screaming, and by the end of the song, my voice was like, oh. <laughs> So I was like, all right. But they were so hyped, it's yeah. like I had to, I was telling myself to be cool, but. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's but I'm got, sure it's, it's an adrenaline you up there. You got one of the most quoted, repeated. Oh, like, man. Quote, anybody can quote your song. Hold on, because when, when, you, say quote, when, you, when you say quote, now, suckers, that's. Down with me, the one of them. Because see, some people say, down with me is me. And if you say me, it don't make sense in the song. You know what I mean? Don't make sense. So you got to yeah, yeah. Clear that up for the people. I bet it did. We, me and Giz, we used to point to our knee, down with knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they would say, okay. down with me. And I'm like, why are you? <laughs> yeah, 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 damn, sorry. I'm not down with <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, no, you might have caught me singing that too with you, though. Don't worry about it. I'm with you. I didn't say me. You didn't hear that. So, but, you know, that's, yeah. it's all good. Yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. another story to tell. It right? is, though. What if, you, if you repeat the line. And you know, you again in your head, and then it, it wasn't until years later that we got it. It's like, yes, damn, yes, suckers, yes. that's damn. Because I was like, me, nah, it's just throwing that on with me. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 that doesn't make sense. It don't fit right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, calling all my people suckers. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, why would I be down with them? Exactly. And, mm -hmm. and I said that shit with Phil too. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, look. It's the 50th anniversary of hip hop, yes. right? Yes, it is. Yes. And I know you've been shaking around the whole town. How you been feeling about hip hop? How hip hop's been represented for this year, being it's, it's the 50th anniversary of hip hop. DJ Ralph McDaniels, boy, I got boy, I watch him every Saturday. <laughs> Ralph, I think video music box. Indeed. Right. They he come. Are. He come to Fort Green. It used to be Channel 31. Yep. Channel I think 30? it's still 31. It's still 31? Yeah, yeah. No, it's 25. It's 25 well, it's, new, it's, it's New York. New York Station 25. Okay. Right. Mm. So we used to watch them in the gym. Well, well, I don't know. I just know when mm -hmm. back in the day there was 31. We'll we'll when I had that, that, that 13-inch black and white TV yeah, where we had exactly. the uh -huh. <laughs> We had a uh -huh. <laughs> You know, the cookie shop right here on um, Ralph Avenue. Right. And Shalonda said, uh, I think you was doing um, something for the kids with her father, if oh. I'm not mistaken. I, um, yeah, well, I teach. Oh, also. you teach? Oh, yeah, yeah, I teach. I te actually, right down the street, I teach at... Um, Brooklyn Academy of Global Finance. It's on Lafayette and Stuyvesant. Yeah, 57? The next block? Yeah, it's That's 57. Nah, it's a high school, not 50, 57. They changed the name. They probably changed oh. the name. 57 is on the other, the next corner. Oh. It's on, the, it's on right on the corner of Lafayette and Stuyvesant. So, um, cause he didn't you go to fifty seven? Yeah, yeah, I went to the set. Oh, okay. So, um, I went to the set. So yeah, so we we take the kids to a lot of um, a lot of local black businesses, and so actually I, I teach with April Walker. Oh, April oh, okay. Walker, yeah, Walker. Where? Yeah. I saw y'all did Kaisha. We, went, we yes. take them up to the hip hop closet. As we was well. here Saturday. Did you go? And out? I couldn't go on Saturday. Oh, I wanted to, but nice. I had a, I had nice. a previous engagement. Engagement. Okay. Oh, but Kaisha's cool. Yeah, April, yeah, yeah. Pull up on us. Yeah, yeah. Pull up to the
I got to walk it like I talk it. Right? Yes, so, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So yes. that's that's what I do. Well, I, while we're talking about black businesses, and you know, we're gonna definitely sit down and um, this this right here. Oh, the, oh the, look, he, he he snatched the cookies. Look, yeah. cause, cause, cause that was that was that was that no, food no. for thought. See, this is the cookies. See, like, oh, oh, you got for, for all of them that don't know, for for when we grew up. This is this is what it was called. Bethel Stuyvesant. It was known for do or die. Do or die. Do or die. That's right. And we want to present this to you. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate it. Appreciate it from the suit. Yeah, from two thirty-seven. And I will be wearing it. Oh, appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it's a little play off of Spike. Yeah. You know, because we was. He, he came over here says, I was didn't do the right thing. It's a play <laughs> on Spike, but, but if you dumb. I grew up with you know, Spike. You don't ask why. why? I am from Ben so too. He did, uh, go. he did Crooklyn on my block. Oh. Yeah, that or Halsey, or Arlington, so Halsey between yeah. Bethlehem and Notion. It's Arlington. And Arlington is yeah, right. Yeah, so okay. that's yeah. what he did. That's what he did. Uh, and what you, and if I'm not mistaken, so, so we always have this question. Uh -huh. Because if I'm not mistaken, you went to Brooklyn Tech. Yes. So you went to Brooklyn Tech. You're from Bedford Stuyvesant. Where does Bedford Stuyvesant into for you? What do you? Oh. Okay. Look, look, look. Before you start, go ahead. Uh, don't, you going don't, this way now. Don't start. Uh, don't, you, yo, yo. yo don't see, give him no left hand talk. Do the corners. Do the corners. Once you cross Vanderbilt, you in Bed Stuyvesant. Boom. Then, so first then as all, you go up, okay. hold on, hold on. You I got a, I got a shout Disclaimer. out my, um, my middle school. I went to Philippa I did too. Okay. 383. <laughs> middle school. That's right. For the gift of intelligence. Or green. green. That's right. Green, <laughs> and, green, on, green Avenue. That's Bushwick. Though. Yes, yes. That's okay. Bushwick. Now, this is Bed-Stuy, right? It says mm -hmm. it right there in the name, right? Mm -hmm. Bedford. Stuyvesant. I told you this, homeboy. I told you this, homeboy. I told you this, homeboy. Bedford is the first block. Originally. 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 Right. And Stuyvesant. Don't touch me. Stuyvesant Avenue. Stuyvesant is supposed to be the last block. Uh-huh. That was uh, uh, yeah. originally. originally. Now, I don't know. How they zoned Maybe yeah, Atlantic they zoned or Houston. I'm not sure how I'll far Atlantic. that Atlantic. I say if you go past Atlantic, you know that's That's Crown Heights. Heights. No doubt. Yeah, I agree. Everybody usually say if you go past Broadway, that's Bushwick. Yeah, because people go past Broadway, that's Bushwick. Yeah, that's going that way. Yeah, but now the boundaries have changed. I say it changed, but when you grew up, no, no, hold on. When you grew up, though, I ain't talking about the politically correct answer. When you were growing up on Halsey, when you were growing up on Halsey, right up the block from 258. Where, where, where did, did they it claim Bedford Stuyvesant to? To me, it, it started on Franklin, which was only one block over from Bedford. Franklin. From Bedford. Yeah, that's yeah. only one block Look, over. Look, he twisted up his face because he disagreed. That's why. Where did you think? Like, Biggie and him are not really from Bedford Stuyvesant. Oh, boy. That's it. Oh, boy. Say what you just said. Oh, boy. I know that. So what would that be considered down there? Thank you. Listen, no offense. <laughs> no offense out there, but you heard I mean, it. back in the days. But back in the days, yeah. but you know. Yeah. So when you went to Brooklyn Tech, uh -huh. and all those guys oh, from Western, Western House Tech. and from Fort Greene that used to come up to Brooklyn Tech. And rob us. For things. You guys going to say for things, allegedly. Because I went to West House. Allegedly. No allegedly. Allegedly, okay. So you're telling me when you rode past LG, uh, or, or Lafayette. That's okay. right. Not not when you pass the precinct. Those are the, the co-ops that Kim is from. Mm -hmm. But when you got past, when you before you got to the precinct, you didn't consider uh, growing up. Precinct. They didn't say that was Bedford Stuyvesant. No, 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 no. They, they, no. <laughs> no, really. Like no, the beginning that was Clinton Hill. Hill. No, Hampshire, that was Clinton Stuyvesant. Hill. The beginning of that is Clinton I Hill. You, I got you. I'm asking about what happened said, when we was growing up. That's how it got well, the name, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Avenue Stuyvesant. Listen, but um, I don't know how many times you gonna ask that man the same question. I wait for answer. he gave it to anybody. He disagreed. That's why. No, he disagreed. Tell him, tell him. I don't, I don't, I don't really. I, I definitely think uh, 
Listen, you take what it is. Don't ask me. Classic. You know what you said. Classic the Broadway. And then from, uh, at least from, it depends because Myrtle, Myrtle depends Myrtle on where you at. It, it depends on where you at on Myrtle. Yeah, or from, yeah, or from, Wood, or from Woodhall uh, yeah. to Atlantic. So all that is best stop.
and my sister, right? And he told me in the synagogue, if there was an electrician in the synagogue, he would catch me. He told me there's an electrician in his synagogue. He's like, I can't stand him. They forced them to use him. Like, you got to use him. That's it. Like, every culture has an economy. How you doing? <laughs> you just getting home? Look at that smile. Where you, you, you got your brother? <laughs> They force them to use it. Yeah, every culture has an economy. They are. Every culture has an economy, right? Jewish people, Asian people, Mexican people, yeah, right? Yeah. Except us. But it's, it's a philosophy that's been instilled in us. So, you know, we don't have to get into all this. I'll just tell you a, a quick one. So my father's grandmother was a slave. My father went to buy a house when he was 19 years old. His mother, my grandmother, told him, you shouldn't buy that house because black people aren't supposed to own property. Mm -hmm. Right? So basically, the point I'm trying to make is if you have a philosophy that's instilled in you, it's hard to shake it. Yeah. Right? And, and for the kids to be talking about they don't do black business, like I said, you think we can't protect yourself? Like, why Why would you even? Why not? Why not? Why, why, not? why wouldn't you? Why not? Like, people, they'd be like, oh, look, you always wear the walk away. You wear, you don't wear no like, I don't know nobody over here. This is my yeah. friend. It's a black business. I'm going to wear her clothes. Yeah. That's it. And she and and it's dope. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's I, right. Whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. It don't even have, whatever I'm wearing. Yeah. Like, I don't define myself. And that's another part of what's happening now is that the kids define themselves by what they label, say, what they have on now. That's, 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 a whole, that's a whole like purpose of this right here. This, this stoop right here. We wear our own. We wear our own. Yeah, we, we, we make them. <laughs> all this all ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's all neighborhood. Exactly. All neighborhood. Yeah. Everything neighborhood. Except for that shit he got on. Bro. My parents want <laughs> my, my <parents laughs> me yeah. to invest in black business. Yeah. Good. Because yeah. your parents are smart. And this, this is what we have to do, right? Because at some point, we're going to have to have our own economy, right? We, we have to. And we have to change the philosophy with the kids. Because exactly, too. But you know, the, you, know the, you know the wildest thing about this is? For all of those kids that's in the school that you teach at, and for them to see such a prominent, successful person like yourself, I'm sure that... You know, it might not reach everybody, but it definitely reaches some. Well, thank you, and I definitely appreciate that, and that's our goal. We try to reach one. Right. That's well, that's good. part of it. Each right? one, each one. Each one. one. If, exactly. That's what mathematics so that's, that's our whole mission. That's why we go to, we take them to the black businesses, we take them to Bed-Stuy and Fly, and we let them tell the story, like, how they failed so many times yeah. until they became successful, so that they could see people like themselves successful and, and, and it does work. Like yeah, some yeah. of them, some of them, they go, but some of them, they be like, oh, yo, I, we, took, we took some kids to um, closet. Okay. Yo, when we left there, right, it was so funny to me, there was a couple of girls, because they asked them, she had the sheepskin. She was like, what you charge for the sheepskin? She was like, oh, this one, the cheap one is 700. We was on the bus going back, and they was like, she's like 700. Well, well, all I want to say is, again, 
Thank you again for coming. <laughs> we appreciate it. And, and, and whenever you want to come back and drop a jewel on us, we're always welcome. You know what I'm saying? Anytime. You know what I'm saying? And yo. I think this is bad cool. I'm glad to get off Staten Island today. Ah, that's what's <laughs> well, you know, you know what it is. We grew up on the stoops. Yeah, we grew yeah. up on the benches. We grew up, you know, this is this is what it was. Yeah. The barbershop. This is all we doing the same thing we did. We just doing yeah. it on the stoop. Yeah. Part of hip hop, baby. Like you know what I'm saying? Because again, we sit down and say there's so much more to the hip hop culture than just rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, a lot of these kids don't understand what it means to be of the hip hop culture, where, you know, the DJ at one time was a very, 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 very important person. They, before and the then MC. came first. That's right, before DJ the MC. Jazzy That's Jazzy. right. Yeah, yeah. That's Eric right. B and Rock Hill. That's right. Oh, That's right. That's right. I realized, I, you know, like I've really been doing it for about 39 years, almost yeah, 40 yeah. out of the 50. Yeah. And you, I'm old. That's it. That's it. You look good, baby. It's a, it's, a, it's a couple of them out here looking, coming out to do their joint with, with the cane on. They sitting out here like top fellas, daddy. You looking good yeah, out here, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we want to say again, thank you. We appreciate you coming. And, thank you um, anytime. Yeah, we, we're here. We're up the block from the school, so you can come by anytime. Yeah, all right. Bring the kids. We can yeah, talk to the them. Kids. We can chop it yeah. up. Oh, you know what? I will. Anytime. Will. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. anytime. Yeah. anytime. Yeah. anytime. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we can do that. We can do that. I'll yeah. bring the kids. Yeah. Uh, I know. When you said that, like, I thought you were talking about my kids. Oh. You're talking about the kids. <laughs> well, you know, your kids are my welcome, kids. too. Oh, you know what I'm God. saying? My kids, okay. I don't think you got enough soup for my kids. <laughs> Not enough space. No, you, have to you got a camera facing that way. Yeah, that's what it is. We're, we're facing camera that way. We, uh, we listen. We gonna have. We we have, have a good. We have a good time regardless. No, I only got four. My oldest is gonna be twenty-seven, and my youngest is six. I got twenty-eight, and nineteen. Mm. Got twenty-two, fourteen. And Cuzzo yeah, here still working on it. Cuzzo still working on it. I got all boys. I couldn't make those girls. I got one and one. Yeah, yeah, I got one and one. <laughs> Yo, catch us on the stoop, baby. At 237, no, no place like home. Back. That's how it is. You heard? Yeah. Uh, that's okay. Look, look how okay. far. Look how far. Hip hop, huh? Yeah, look how it came. Now, now, you had a big, you had a big hand in that. We appreciate <laughs> you. And, and think you. about it. When, when they all talk about rap was going to be a passing phase. Yep. It was going to be a passing phase, and look how it stands the test of time. Yo, before before you even, before you even, before you bounce though, when it was since we talking at the the fiftieth. Who inspired you at that time when you was when you yeah, was like, yo, yeah, I want to yeah, spit? Yeah, yeah, at the yeah. time, who were some of the rappers at that time yeah. that you was like, yo, all right, I could do this? So, when I was in Philip Estella, in the, the fifth grade, I got hold of the, the mixtape with the Kumo D, Busy B battle. Hold on, Busy <laughs> B, I don't mean to be bold. Put that part of ball bullshit on hold. Gonna get right down to the nitty grit. Gonna tell you a little something why you ain't shit. <laughs> and then it's a jock that you don't hug. You even bitch your name from the love bug. Now to bite a nigga name is some low down shit. If you was money, man, you'd be counterfeit. Anyway. Uh, uh, yo, yo, yo. Y'all heard that. Y'all heard that. Y'all heard that. Remember it from uh, that time. So it was, it had that. Uh, Kumo D versus Busy B. And then they had the Cold Crush 4. Right? Mm, At the right. time, they were doing their routines. And when I got that tape, you know, I... I Till the tape pop, I listened yeah, to it. Yeah. I fell in love with hip hop, and I was like, "Yo, this is what I'm going to do." do. So starting, and my friends at Philip Scala used to tease and laugh at me, and um, <laughs> I, it was rough. Yo, that's another thing. They, I used to get abused on the on that bus, the um, the 38 Myrtle Avenue. Oh, the 54. The 54. The 54. Yeah. They used to laugh. I got a uh, one year. I got a, a jacket on the back. And big letters. I put milk, milk D. And you're like milk D. What the? What's oh, I look horny. You sound like a girl. <laughs> so, I think it was just clear voice. Like I love yeah, it. Because it's great. Because me and me and most went to 383. Um, 
after after you. What's your year? Oh. Of course you don't want to say. No, I'm just trying to remember. I was. Um, I think I'm 86. All right, so me, I was 84. Yeah, I think I was. So, um, I think I started this. Yo, let me tell you something. And I think we need more of this. You know, like I said, I teach and I'm into education these days. Philippa Schuyler is such an important school to this to this borough, and they instilled the philosophy. You know, you was there. They instilled the philosophy in us that made us feel like we were special. You know, Philippa Schuyler Middle School for the Gifted and Talented. And when people tell you that every day, you think you are, yeah, and then you're capable yes. of being being that. Yes. And we need to, number one, tell our kids that, yeah, which I do, and instill that philosophy in the kids, because a lot of these kids are lost. Yes. Like, mm -hmm. I can tell you stories, some of the, like I said, they telling me they don't support black business. I'm like... How could you not? Like, how, how? It's, it's crazy. I have a, um, I have a, a brother-in-law that's Jewish, mm. and my sister, right? And he told me in the synagogue, if there was an electrician in the synagogue, he actually, he told me there's an electrician in his synagogue, he's like, I can't stand him. They force them to use him. Like, you got to use him. That's it. Like, every culture has an economy. How you doing? Hey, hey. You just getting home? Look at that smile. Where, you, you got your brother? <laughs> They force them to use them. Yeah, every culture has an economy. They are. Every culture has an economy, right? Jewish people, Asian people, Mexican people, right? Except us. But is is a philosophy that's been instilled in us. So, you know, we don't have to get into all this. I'll just tell you a, a quick one. So my father's grandmother like my father went to buy a house when he was 19 years old his mother my grandmother told him you shouldn't buy that house because black people aren't supposed to own property mm -hmm. right so basically the point i'm trying to make is if you have a philosophy that's instilled in you it's hard to shake it yeah right and and for the kids to be talking about they don't do black business like I said, you think we can't teach that yourself? Like, why Why would you even... Why not? Why not? Why, why, not? why wouldn't you? Why not? Like, people, they'd be like, oh, no, you always wear to walk away. You don't wear I don't know nobody over here. This is my yeah. friend. It's a black business. I'm going to wear her clothes. Yeah. That's it. And, she, and, and it's dope. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's I, right. Whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. It don't even have... Whatever I'm wearing. Yeah. Like, I don't define myself. And that's another part of what's happening now is that the kids define themselves by what they label, say, what they have on that's, 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 that's a whole like purpose of this right here. This the stoop right here. We we our own. We, 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 yeah, we, we, we make them we make all this all ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. This is all yeah. neighborhood. All exactly. neighborhood. Yeah. Everything neighborhood. Except for that shit he got on. But. My parents my, my taught <laughs> me to invest in black business. Yeah. Good. Because yeah. your parents are smart. And this, this is what we have to do, right? Because at some point, we're going to have to have our own economy, right? We, we have to. And we have to change the philosophy with the kids. Costumes, exactly, too. But you know, the, you, know the, you know the wildest thing about this is? All of those kids that's in the school that you teach at, and for them to see such a prominent, successful person like yourself, I'm sure that... You know, it might not reach everybody, but it definitely reaches some. Well, thank you, and I definitely appreciate that, and that's our goal. We try to reach one. Right. That's well, that's good. part of it. Each like, one, each one, teach each one. one. That's if, exactly. That's what mathematics so told that's, that's our whole mission. That's why we go to, we take them to the black businesses, we take them to Bed Sky Fly, and we let them tell the story, like, how they failed so many times yeah. until they became successful, so that they could see people like themselves successful and, and, and it does work. Like yeah, some yeah. of them, some of them, they go, but some of them, they like, oh, yo, I, we took 
took some kids to um, okay. Yo, when we left there, right, it was so funny to me. There was a couple of girls because they asked her. She had the sheepskin. Like when you bless, you gotta, gotta give, give back. back. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. It's so, a must. Yeah, we it's got to. Must. Each one teach one, give back, and I try. I'm like, yeah, I'm right there, yeah. you know. Up the block. Every day That's I'm from right. here. So, give a toast to that stuff, baby. say there's so much more to the hip-hop culture than just rappers yeah you know what i'm saying and unfortunately a lot of these kids don't understand what it means to be of the hip-hop culture where you know the dj at one time was a very 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 important person they, before and the then MC. came first that's right before DJ the MC. Jazzy that's Jazzy right yeah, yeah, yeah. eric b and rock Hill. that's right oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. so you know uh, we want to sit down and give you your, your flowers because we wanted you here yeah wanted you here i followed them all we never God finished that 50th question but let me just say this i realized you know, like I've really been doing it for about 39 years, almost yeah, 40 yeah, yeah. out of the 50. Yeah. And you, I'm old. That's it, that's it. You look good, baby. It's a, it's a, it's a couple of them out here looking, coming out to do their joint with, with the cane on. They ain't sitting out here like top belly, daddy. You looking good yeah, out here, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. So, but Sitting I here with your brother. It's, it's good that, they, that they're doing here. it. Um, All right, girl. My question is, What's going to happen next year? Like, are we going to continue to, you know, everybody's benefiting from him. Right? All cultures, you know what I mean? The, um, all businesses. So what's going to happen next for the 51st? That's true. That's true. That's true. I think that hopefully, hopefully, you know what I'm saying, that now that they got this 50th going and they shine this light, that, you know what I'm saying, that they they take it they take it um they take it into another level come next year and the year after and the year after that yeah you know because um uh, and keep yeah, yeah keep that light on top yeah, of it and not just because yeah. it was the you know yeah. the, the anniversary yeah. year yeah. The, um and it's been not, i've been seeing yo uh that show in in uh in atlantic city so i was a huge fan like i said you know kumo d yeah, yeah. which uh -huh. i Told him a hundred times. No and I told Grandmaster Cass, no and I know Cold Crush now. But one of the rappers that I always wanted to meet was DLB from the Fearless Four. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I finally met him. I was like, Yo, I was like, You don't even know, man. Yeah, I'm like, What he did for you? Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. That that uh, rocking it, they kick. Yeah, no it, doubt. And, and, and no problems doubt. of the world today. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I told him. He was like, Oh, really? I'm like, Yeah. He's a teacher. Okay. Mm. assistant principal in yeah. Harlem. Oh, that's what's up. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, because you know we watch a caller. We 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 used to see disco, disco, uh, Richie. disco Richie. Uh -huh. Disco Richie. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. You know, but then you know Kane lived right here around the corner. Eyes, you know. What? So what? I think his he he's losing his eyesight. So oh. you know, disco Richie was a big part. Raven from the uh, the Dismasters was up the block. Yeah, yeah. Kane was around the corner. Yeah. Gordon was up the block. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> okay, so forget about um, 
divine sound. Yeah, so, yeah. And, you know, they was no like, yeah, it's like, yeah. The the B side was my joint. Uh, this go with you, but I'm calling. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I think no it's called Brooklyn. Yeah. But Fresh Gordon, right? So mm -hmm. shout out to Gordon. That's the homie too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like he used to. I remember sitting on my stoop and. He be coming up the block, popping wheelies, no and they be like, "Yo, that's fresh Gordon." I'm like, "Gordy's groove." Like, yeah, that's what's going on. No doubt. He just zooming all around. I remember fresh Gordon. I'm like, "Wow, he made yeah, a record. Like he yeah, really yeah, got yeah, a yeah. record." Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. That's the fresh Gordy's groove. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Tommy that's Boy right. records. I took my demo to Tommy Boy. Like, yo, y'all got Fresh Gordon? I'm from Bed Stuy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, right. we want to say again, thank you. We appreciate you coming. And, thank you uh, anytime. Yeah, we we here. We're up the block from the school, so yeah. you can come by anytime. <laughs> All right. Bring the kids. We can yeah, talk to the them. Kids. We can chop it yeah. up. Oh, you know what? I will. Anytime. Will. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. Yeah. anytime. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we can do that. We can do that. I'll yeah. bring the kids. Yeah. Uh, I know. When you said that, I thought you talking about my kids. Oh. You talking about the kids. You about the kids. <laughs> well, you know, your kids are welcome, too. Oh. So, yo, catch us on the stoop, baby. And 237, 237 no, no place, place like home. home. Bam. That's how it is. You heard? <laughs> yeah.